record because we have not recorded. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. I know a celebrity. <laughs> we don't actually several celebrities at this point. <laughs> okay, we don't have a writing error. What is going on, y'all? And welcome to the podcast. I am Zamar Love. And Princess Booty Shorts here. And baby, you got two tired ass hoes today. We literally came home from a gig. We're like, fuck it. We're in drag. We told y'all we was going to do it, though. We did. We absolutely did. So be proud of us. We stayed true to our word. Mm-hmm. We are Saturday. It is Saturday. We have never recorded on a Saturday it's night. It's never been this early. Well, we're doing it today. So instead of us doing it last minute on a Sunday, or not on a Sunday, on a scheduled day of a Sunday, because that's when we try to do it. But we typically end up doing it on a Monday. It's giving the choir. Last couple times was on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're giving it to you early, and I'm tired, and I don't really want to do it. But we're going to do it. You know, we love y'all, and we appreciate your support, so we're going to give you what you came for. We do. So before we go any further, please make sure to share, like, comment, subscribe, all those things. Rate us, because if you're on one of the podcast apps, you can give us a little five-star, four-star. Don't give us nothing before below a three-star, though. Like, don't be rude. Like, for for real. Right. If you don't like it, then just... Don't listen. That part. And also, keep in mind that we are two drag queens from Chicago with very, very boisterous, funny opinions. And everything that we talk about on this does not need to be taken seriously. So if you have a different opinion from what we are discussing today... That's valid. You are allowed to have that. We accept that. Mm -hmm. So accept our opinion. (laughs) And keep your opinion to yourself. Or just to listen. Or make your own podcast and talk about it. So we'll comment on your shit. Because we listen to it. Actually, if you are one of our listeners and you have a podcast, please drop it. Comment it below. We would love to check it out. That yeah. would be cool. Podcast supporting podcasts. We love it. We Absolutely. Love it. Anyway, y'all, y'all ain't new to this. We true to this. This is Two queens. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I forgot to roll up the roll spark up. <laughs> get your shot, whatever. It's two queens, one blunt, y'all. Merry Christmas. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry and her birthday song. Happy birthday. Okay, wait, but that is one of my favorite moments. I love it every time. Happy birthday. Earth Day. <laughs> I was just like, bitch, who did you think you were? Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> she did. She did. She was like, I've been everyone else. I might as well try this. Yes. And also, don't judge me with this outfit, bitch. Like I said, I'm tired. So it was get out of drag immediately. Put on a onesie. It's a cute onesie, though. It's 625. Yes. Look at the hood. It's so cute. 625. You're a Lilo and Stitch fan also. I am. Comment below. Speaking of Lilo and Stitch, Arthur is in Hawaii. But, pause. This is Two Queens, One Blunt. Two Queens, One Blunt. Two Queens, One Blunt. Two Queens, One Blunt. You better spark it up with Two Queens and a Blunt. Two Queens, One Blunt. Two Queens, One Blunt. Two Queens, One Blunt. You better spark it up with Two Queens and a Blunt. Because I was like, oh, wait, damn, we didn't do it. We'll just keep talking. <laughs> I said something about it. Yeah. But yeah, Arthur's in Hawaii. Yeah, no. He was like, yeah, I'm going to Hawaii. And I was like, bitch, why? He's like, I do this every year. Yeah, I was, I was literally like, going to say, they do this every year. I was like, stop it. Like, why would you do this to me? How could, dare you leave me? 
and go somewhere nicer than here. Baby, I appreciate it, though. I do. Did I tell you my cousin's um, stationed in Hawaii? No, but I used to have a cousin that was stationed in Hawaii, and they talked about how expensive it was. Girl, you think Chicago is expensive? Oh, no, 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 it's real expensive. But, like, he got good money. Like, good money. Oh, my God! Uh, Not me putting a blunt on the damn tablecloth. But, yes, y'all. Make sure that y'all spark up, because we sparked up right away. Mm-hmm. How is she feeling today? Um, I mean, just tired. Honestly, that I got to the gig, I was tired. I woke up this morning slightly hungover and tired. It'd be like that. It was my friend Anna Valbanana's birthday yesterday. Oh, what did you do for it? Um, she had a little house party. I was late as fuck, and I didn't I... get invited. <laughs> all right, <laughs> fuck all you hoes. <laughs> the tea is this: I'm the type of girl. Who just wants to invite? I'm not going to show up. I'm not going. But invite me. Stupid. Make me feel special. <laughs> and that's not the truth all the time. Sometimes I do go. Like, I'll show up. Mm-hmm. Check my technique. Bossy bitch. Pussy bitch. I said what I said. Right then left cheek. <laughs> Anyways, but the gig today was cute. Like, I'm really happy it with it. It was. Great energy. Bomb drinks. It was at... 28 Mile Distillery. Yes. All the way in the burbs of... Highwood? I was going to say, was it Highland or Highwood? No, the Highland Park is right next to it, but it's oh, Highwood. Yeah, baby. When I tell you, we made a cute coin. We had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people there treated us lovely. Absolutely. Uh, the beverages were great. They make their own gin, vodka, whiskey. Because it's a distillery. distillery. So literally, they were like, yeah, no, we don't have like Jack and like Jameson and stuff like that. We make our whiskey. I said, girl. And it was good. It was good. Now, I do wish that they would have given me a double instead of a single. You should have just asked for it. I know. I didn't think that I had to. You know, the thing about it is drinking in Boys Town. They, Boys Town pours. <laughs> Boys Town pours are a real thing. And y'all, if you are coming from out of town and you're in Boys Town, be prepared. Because they will give you twice the liquor that you expect. And then you'll be like, damn, why am I so lit? <sighs> so, today. How are you? I am focusing on me. That's how I am. And honestly, I feel like you need to do that more. Sasha, too. I'd be telling her all the time. I'm like, girl, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. You need a break. She's like, I'm so tired. I'm like. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're talking about today, which is just putting yourself first and realizing that it's okay to say no. Honestly, it's one of the most healthy things. Like boundaries and being able to establish them and be like, this is not what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, we'll get into that all, um, but for right now, or should we just get into it now? We can just get into it. Sorry. Yeah, let's just get into it now. So, when it comes to setting boundaries, because that's really what it is. (coughs) It's setting boundaries. So, when it comes to setting boundaries, are you good at it? 
I think I've gotten a lot better as time has progressed because I feel like growing up and like when I was younger, I didn't really have boundaries. I just let people like walk all over me and it was just like, okay. Oh my God. We're filming this whole episode and I don't even have the damn logo on the screen. It's literally just my backdrop. (laughs) (laughs) Today we're featuring Zamora. Okay. There we go. (laughs) You were funny. I just like out of the corner of my eyes was just like, why is it red over there? Not pink like normal. And I was like, "Ah." wait, put it up. Oh my God. Real quick. I just want you to say this one more time. The fact that the edible hit when I was performing hush, 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 hush. Like in the middle of the fast part. I was like, oh, wow. Anyways. First of all, I want you to know that I do that edible hit and I want you to. Oh, damn. I passed it over. I want you to know that. First of all, I'm so proud of you for gluing your wig down because when I tell you this bitch did one of those and that hair was going I probably look crazy <laughs> I was like it got stuck all up in my lip gloss uh, that hair was going and she was wearing the Humiana <laughs> so she was flowing lovely but when I tell you because I was standing on the side watching it and she had got on the little platform in the middle of the room and it was literally at the because I've got all my love to live I've got that excuse me it was at that part and you got up there and it's when she goes hey hey bitch you started (laughs) throwing that hair I said oh she's feeling it <laughs> so then when you got off the stage and let us know oh it's because of that edible hit i said oh, okay that made sense yeah it definitely just hit and i was like dang but i definitely made sure i glued my shit down because i knew i was gonna be tossing her i was giving dramatics like i was like not trying to like just pussyfoot around it was pretty great but back to boundaries yeah so growing up boundaries were trash could not set boundaries for anything Now I feel like I've gotten to a point where I, for the most part, and that's the key word, Mm -hmm. I can mostly set up healthy boundaries. There are some people who I'm like, eh, it's it's a little different, Mm -hmm. but like, it's again, it's a progress. It's every step forward is a step forward. It's progression. So how about you? Do you think you're good at setting boundaries? It depends on the person. It depends on the person because, well, no, I'm good at setting boundaries. I am. I have a baseline that everybody gets. And then depending on the person, I have different levels to the boundaries. So for me, I think that it was so easy for me to set boundaries because I felt like my boundaries were always overstepped growing up. And I mean, that's kind of how it is when you're growing up. It's kind of hard to set boundaries because it's like you're living under your parents' house, their rules, they're like, you know. So it's like, damn, how do you set that boundary? What the struggle was for me, though, is when I grew up setting that boundary with my parents. That was the struggle more so. Because, and this is no shade to my mom. Shout out to you if you are listening. You probably are, even though I told you not to. (laughs) We love your support. Thank you. Um, 
my mother has a way of making everything seem disrespectful. Like, <laughs> if you voice your opinion, it's disrespectful. <laughs> like, like, I just said what I said. Right. And so it's been a very interesting process learning how to set boundaries with her. And I mean, we're just talking about her specifically for this, but there's other people who it's very interesting setting boundaries with them as well. But growing up, I felt like my boundaries were always crossed. So now that I'm older, it was like, okay, I have to set solid boundaries. And maybe me living on the other side of the country kind of helps too. Absolutely. But setting those boundaries wasn't really a struggle. It was just figuring out how to do it without being labeled disrespectful. And here I am almost 30 years old, still being labeled disrespectful. <laughs> so at this point, you can't win them all. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think that's crazy. But what? I feel like that's like the mentality of like my grandparents and stuff. And it's like, it's just the mentality of the older generation in general. I had a, like an Uber ride with this driver and he was like, I feel the younger generations are the ones that are going to get the world right. Because all the older ones, they are messing up, especially this country. He was like, if they're messing it up for everyone else, they act like they don't care. In the words of JoJo, <clears throat> it's just a little too late. Simply put, is what I feel like it's going to happen for this generation. No shade. I feel like it's just too late. We're already where we are. And there's not much undoing that you can do to it. The only way that that could happen is if we had a massive elimination of everyone in our current political system, both Republican, both Democrat, both uh well, I guess it can't be both if you include a third. <laughs> no, independent parties are definitely... Right, right. But when I was saying both Republican and Democrat, when you typically use the word both, it's like for two. So then when I tried to throw the independent party in there, I was like, well, well I guess you wouldn't... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Semantics. like. <laughs> but I think that the only way that it could be fixed is if the entire system was eliminated. Not the system, the people were eliminated and replaced with people of the younger generation starting at, I mean, I want to say our generation, but no shade, maybe the generation under us. Honestly, yes, because like we're better than our parents, but, but some like, of us are still mm. very much so like our parents. <coughs> I'm really mad we didn't get cookie dough. Me too. Um, boundaries. Yeah, we're talking about boundaries, but I'm also high and I'm also tired. So this conversation is going to be jumping around because that's just how I am in general. And if you've ever had a real life conversation with me, you know that about me. She'll always get back to our point, though. I will always circle back <laughs> because the one thing that I love is the circle back. I love a good circle bag. I swear, we'll be in the car, like, talking or something, or, like, on the phone, 
And then, like, I'm like, what are we talking about? And then you're like, but yeah, so to my original point, I'm like, <laughs> we've been talking for 45 minutes. And you really were, I forgot what we were talking. Like, like, I love a circle back. Because that's just how my mind operates. I can think about so many things at one time. And then sometimes I just have to, like, circle it back. <laughs> like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I never finished the thought about this. Or like planning out this <laughs> because I was already into this that, and the other and the fifth and the seventh. But you're like, but this was a priority. Right. Love so, that. Yeah, we love a circle back. But um you think now you're good at setting boundaries. I'm better. Better. I mean again, like I feel like with certain people it's just like, okay, well but for the most part, yes. So what's something that's helped you become better at setting boundaries? Um realizing that at least like say like no not even that we're all adults mm-hmm. um i'm going to treat you with the respect you treat me with respect it's how it is that is like my baseline boundary where it's like be respectful right i was like other than that like if you it's really hard like again like i feel like how do I want to say this? Oh, my God. Oh, wait. While you're figuring out how you want to say this, uh, last week we said we were going to read that Reddit story that Arthur sent us. I lied. I'm not reading that. <laughs> Arthur, I still love you. And we are going to read that. I just don't want to do it on this episode. But it's, it's a long as fuck. It's really long. That's like an all things Reddit episode. But anyway, figure it out what you were figuring it out. Oh, yeah. So, like... I feel like with meeting new people, it's easy to set that boundary. Right. With people that I've known, it's putting in those boundaries. Like, a sp- sp- example, my grandparents. Like, I feel like my grandparents and me setting boundaries with them has been a interesting experience. Um, because they do what they do because they love us. And... But sometimes they do too much and they force themselves. And it's like, I'm I'm an adult. I appreciate what you're doing. I see where you're coming from. Christianity, for example. Like, very much like big into Christianity. Be careful, bitch. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying, like, they definitely tried to, like, push that on me. Mm-hmm. Even though I've expressed, like, no, that's not that's not for me. I respect that's for you, but that's not for me. And it's like getting that pushback and it's like, no, and I have to like continuously like stand my ground. And it sometimes comes off as like, oh, well, you're like snappy. And I'm like, I'm snappy because I'm frustrated because I'm trying to place in this boundary and you keep crossing it. So it's the whole point where I was like, I have to like talk. We really have to like hash it out and be like, look, we can't keep doing this because it's not healthy, you know? So it's like with people that I've known and people that I love, it's just like it's different. It's a different experience. But new people, it's just like, yeah, you're not going to talk to me crazy. You're going to talk to me nice. I will be respectful to you. Be respectful to me. So do you think that boundaries can ever be a bad thing? Like, do you think there can ever be like a negatively set boundary where it's not necessarily a boundary that's set for the best intent like you know I mean 
I feel like not like. I mean, depending if like the was it like hold on, gather was high <laughs> <laughs> boots. Um, was the boundary set in a, with a malicious intent? Um, I'm not gonna say it was set with malicious intent. I'm just saying a boundary that. Because, you know, not everybody agrees with everyone's boundaries. And so there has got to be boundaries that someone has that you may not agree with. With that being said, would that then make it a negative boundary? Just because it works for that person, does that mean but it's good, it's bad? Like, could it be a such thing as setting a bad boundary? I don't necessarily think so because, like, my boundaries, like, say, like, someone's like, oh, yeah, I want to I wanna do something. And I'm like, I'm not trying to do that. Mm-hmm. I set a boundary. And that may not work for them. They may be like, well, I want to do something. But that doesn't mean the boundary is negative. It's just that's my boundary. I do not want that crossed. And if you feel some type of way about that, you can leave. Okay. Um. So... Then I pose the question, what advice would you give someone who is struggling to stick, not set, but to stick to their boundaries? Like letting someone walk over them type shit. So I'm just going to say, like I said earlier, I now I just almost pulled the whole system off. <laughs> that would have been ghetto, y'all. <clears throat> so I have a couple things to say about that. Any step forward is progression. So if you're at that point where you're like trying to set a boundary and it's tough and like things keep happening, but as long as you keep pushing towards that and like making that change and you're making those efforts, like don't don't beat yourself up too much. But, like, again, don't let no one walk over you. Like, you are a human. Um, dang, I forgot what else I was about to say. I had three things to say. Damn. Hold on. What was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, advice for people who are struggling to keep the boundary. Uh-huh. Is she high boots? I'm high boots. What planet are you on right now? You know, the planet's not even in the solar system, maybe. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just repetition is one of those things where it's like you have to do it. And you may not be successful each time, but as long as you are pushing and actually, no, put your foot down. Do it. Just do it. Do it. A lot easier said than done, of course. Obviously, yes. But again, repetition. Like, doing it over and over and over again. But at the same time, I also have to say this. If you're not tired of being tired, and you want to continue to do that, then that's your choice. But, like, once you get tired of being tired, that's when that really, like, that's when that boundary really comes in. You're like, I can't do this anymore. And once you're tired, it's okay to walk away. Mm-hmm. And even it's it doesn't necessarily have to be a permanent. It doesn't have to be a goodbye. It doesn't have to be like an end. It's just space. Space. Space is always something that I think can be beneficial. Absolutely. 
Except for in a relationship. Nigga, the most space that you get in is in the other room. I'm screaming. You ain't oh, going nowhere. Oh, my God. The fuck? Um. <laughs> I know. Real crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that space is something that can be very beneficial. And at times um, when boundaries are crossed or um, when it seems like boundaries are just flat out being ignored sometimes it's beneficial to give yourself that space from people so that way you can like find your inner peace and like bring yourself back to center and sometimes you kind of have to do that to yourself like sometimes you're the person crossing your own boundaries that happens And sometimes you have to check yourself and take space, excuse me, take space from the world. And it can 100% be about you and only you. It's not that you have a problem with anybody. It's not that you don't want to be friends with anyone. It's not that, you know, there's an issue brewing or anything like that. You're just taking space from the world and focusing on yourself. Because clearly you've lost focus and you crossed a boundary that you had set. So the best thing to do is reset. Oh, reset, baby. Period. So it's okay to say no. 100%. It's okay to set boundaries. Absolutely. It's healthy. And it's okay to take space from people, places, or things. <laughs> I mean, you know, we could be for real, but you know, I'm always crack a joke. <laughs> you need some space from the water bottle cap. Hey, because I'm thirsty. <laughs> space, please. <laughs> Wait. Not on camera. You're about to do this on camera. Y'all, she doesn't drink water bottles. She chugs them. Like... What what was the reason? Good throat. <laughs> what was the Girl <sighs> <laughs> It was the delayed reaction for me. And that's just always how I've drank water bottles. Because for one, I be thirsty. I love water. And I just feel like <sighs> so refreshed after I chug a water. You don't like to savor sh- stuff? Not a water. Why? Because, bitch, I got a whole fucking pack of fresh water sitting right here. I literally have water sitting on the steps downstairs. There's waters. <laughs> so I'm going to chug the water like I like to chug it. The hell? That is the boundary <laughs> that you are not going to cross. <coughs> coming for me and my water intake. Look. I'm not coming for the water intake. I'm just curious as to why you feel like you need to chug it. Like... I understand you are from the desert and stuff, and there's droughts, but like you don't have to consume your water like that. I don't necessarily do it for a reason. It's just something that I've always done. I'm gagged. I'm still gagged to this day. I've known this for you for like a while, but like I'm still gagged. Yeah. Actually, you know why I do it? I know exactly why I do it. Sometimes, you know, I just have to really think about things for a second (laughs) because I've realized that. In going through my own journey of like healing and self-processing with things, 
there's a lot of shit that I've done or do based off of shit from my childhood and I don't even really realize it. And one of those being chugging water bottles. Why? Because I'm the oldest of seven. Uh, in my mom's house specifically, the oldest of five. And literally, when everybody gets a water bottle and they sit it down, you don't know whose water bottle it is. And it's like, ugh. It's nasty. Who's, well, I mean, it's not because it's brothers and sisters and mom and dad. So. I mean, yeah, but it's not as nasty as if it was random strangers. It's not that big of a deal. Like, I'll drink one of their waters. Not tripping. But at the same time, bitch, I don't want to drink your water. I want to drink my water. <laughs> and so my mom, she would make us write our names on the water bottles. And for some reason, I just get so annoyed with every time that I get a water, I have to write my initials on it. And my mom would always be like, write your initials on it. And I'd be like, I'm literally about to chug this. I don't need to put my initials on it. So literally because she always wanted me to put my initials on a water bottle, I would just hurry up and drink the water bottle. So that way I didn't have to put my initials on it. It's empty. I'm throwing it away. That's why I chug my waters. Oh, my God. Yep. I kind of want to call her now and be like, you remember. <laughs> this is therapy on two queens, one blood. <laughs> but, yep. That's crazy. That's why I took my water bottles. But, like I said, it's still something. Like, I feel really good after I took a water bottle. Unless I'm full. Well, I mean, if your body's used to that, like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Consuming that much water in, like, a small amount of time. Mm-hmm. I love it. Period. <laughs> Anyway, since today we were discussing boundaries and, you know, just taking care of self in a way of setting boundaries and taking space and stuff like that, I found some Am I the Assholes regarding boundaries. We love Am I the Assholes. Yes, we do. So we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I have a few am I the assholes sitting right here for us all revolving around boundaries. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. I did. That's what I went over there and did. Oh, I thought you just put on your wig. Did I? I think you just put your wig on. No, I press record first. Do you want me to check? You can, but I'm pretty sure that I pressed record. And then I put my wig back on. I don't remember that. I don't either. But I think I did. Anyway, y'all, we're back. I did? Yes! We are back. And I was not high enough because I remembered, or it wasn't too high because I remembered to press record. She wasn't too high to press record, but too high for her sentences. Well, that's a normal. Q-Doba sounds so fire right now. It doesn't. 
<laughs> Respectfully. Oh my gosh, you're a hitter. It doesn't. Mm-mm. Some nachos, yeah. You know what sounds fire? What? Uh, okay, this does too. But I was going to say a chicken Philly from Mr. Sub. Oh, with those fries that mm-hmm. I got. The garlic fries? No, I didn't get the garlic fries. I got something else. Mm. I got it with the garlic fries, but mm. it was like a smorgasbord of stuff. Mm. And then as I was about to say that, I had the thought process of Chinese food. Oh. And I like a lo mein would be so good right now. For some fried rice would be fire. So I think tomorrow. Oh, it's a nighttime gig. I was going to say after the gig, I think I'm going to get. No. Yeah. I can do that Monday, though. After the gig on Monday. Because it's a day party. Period. A splash. Is it like President's, president's Day? Mm-hmm. And it's an industry party. So if you are a industry worker in the Chicago area, come out. It's an industry party. Am I an industry worker? Yep. That includes drag queens. That includes <sighs> DJs. That includes bartenders, security, management. Baby, if you work in the nightlife. It's the throat for me. It's the fact that we are forced to hear that. <laughs> Gulk, gulk, 9,000 over there. Snatch your soul. That part. Anyway, y'all, we are back. And we are ready to jump into some Reddit tea. Um, This story is from Am I the Asshole? It doesn't have a lot of votes on it, but it has enough to have a final vote on it. And this was posted 16 days ago. Am I the Asshole for setting new boundaries on cocaine? Let's find out. I just want to know, are the boundaries for the cocaine? Or was the person on cocaine when they set the boundaries? That was my entire question. But I'm like, I'm just going to wait and see. What if it's both? A double it entendre? might be. It low-key might be. Okay, sorry. I had to take a little swig. Oh, we can talk. Never mind. I'm sorry. Did you hear your gulp gulp 9,000? I'll play it back and I'll put it on a loop so that way you can hear it. Play it back right now. Exactly. Anyway, am I the asshole for setting new boundaries on cocaine? Partner and I have been dating for three years, 26 male and 30 female. I love when straight people refer to their relationship or their boyfriend or girlfriend as a partner because it kind of eliminates the whole outing or coming out. It's the fact that you're doing all that inner noise in the microphone. (laughs) All your internal belching (laughs) we just heard in the microphone. I didn't do anything. I just sat here. And you internally burped. And it was literally right into the I think it was like right here. Uh, It was just like making noise. Oh, okay. Yeah. The throat. (laughs) <laughs> no, it was like the esophagus. Oh, okay. Anyway, I love when people in heterosexual, a little bit heterosexual relationships refer to their significant, significant other mm-hmm, as, as a partner. partner. It evens the playing field. Period. All right. Anyway, um, six months ago, we're at a music festival where we're both doing shrooms and having a great time. Towards the end, she says she would 
she says we should go to a party at this guy Drew's penthouse because she's had a good time there before and her friend is going. I've heard her talk about this Drew and his parties before. I was extremely hesitant as this was not my scene. Big parties with drug and bo- drugs and booze. But I went anyway as she was persistent. We were there and people are yoinked out of their mind. I've never heard anybody say yoinked before. Yeah. Crazy. I like that though. People are yoinked out of their mind, acting weird on their come-ups and doing bumps of coke and popping pills. The only enjoyable part was at 6 a.m. when everyone was sobering up. Three months ago, we're watching a movie and coke comes up. I ask if she's ever tried it, expecting no. But she says she tried it first when she was 15. What the fuck? 15? You're doing coke at fit. Okay, I'm There's sorry. There's definitely 15 year olds that have done coke. Well, like, I mean, I euphoria. To, I mean, <laughs> no, at fucking Niqua. Well, no, I'm saying it. Like, oh, like this. Yeah, since it's on TV, it's most likely happening in schools. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, she tried at first when she was 15 and has done it multiple times since then with friends or at parties. She hasn't done it once since we've been dating. The sheer shock of knowing that she tried it so young and so many times sent me into a spiral. I couldn't stop crying. Bro, are you serious? For real? A week later, in an attempt to try and understand her and the drug better, I asked if she would do it with me sometime so I could try it. My first mistake. She says yes when the opportunity presents itself. Wait, what? She says yes when the opportunity presents itself. She says would consider doing lines again even if I wasn't around. Oh, so she's down to try it with me. Oh, 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 oh. So she said, baby, I was going to do it anyway. Period. (laughs) Two months ago, on New Year's Eve, we ended up back at Dave's penthouse for his New Year's Eve party. Or not Dave, Drew's. I made it clear I didn't want to go, but my partner convinced me to go anyway, assuring we'd have a good time. This time, we're rolling on MDMA, and it was the worst trip I've ever had. There was even more coke and alcohol and other drugs around than the last time, and the people were even more gross, grosser. I'm talking full on... I can't feel my face coked up teenage girls all around me. Wait, 26 male, 30 female coked up teenage girls all around. Anyway, I couldn't handle it. I asked to leave early around three, four in the morning and my partner obliged. I started rethinking why I wanted to try Coke in the first place. And I come to a conclusion that I don't want to try it. I was succumbing to pure pressure I felt from her for using it. Today, some drugs are fine. I'm fine with MDMA, booze, weed, mostly anything else. But Coke is different. Addictive stuff doesn't sit well with me as my family has a long history with drug abuse. Okay, I figured that was the case. Coke is dangerous and addictive. I don't need to try to know this. Since four months 
ago, I've been having nightmares about my partner doing coke. When she was 15, as well as torturing images of her doing coke in the present. I talked to her this morning about it. I apologize for asking to try it with her and asked her to promise me to never do it again because I don't want it in my life. She says I'm being controlling by asking her not to do something that she isn't actively doing. She says she doesn't have a cocaine problem and that it's silly to even talk about this. She says she doesn't even want to do cocaine yet won't make a promise to not do it in the future. Am I the asshole? She's doing coke every fucking day and you have no clue. <laughs> She's doing coke. Bring it to the light. Okay. This was a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. Very that. Um, if she's not doing it around you, mind your business. If you're not living together, mind your business. I think they are. Oh, are they? They've been together for three years. They're 26 and 30. And it said this morning. Or else they probably do live together. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily think asshole is the word that you use. What would you use? Difficult. My thing is this. You cannot pick and choose what is okay and what is not okay. Simple as that. Drugs are drugs, period. So if you're going to allow somebody to do drugs, then you need to expect them to be doing all drugs. Not saying that they are. But to sit there and be like, (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy, but I'm just saying. You're sitting here talking about this whole thing started off with we were at a music festival where we were both doing shrooms and having a great time. Then you're over here talking about some a couple months later, y'all was doing MDMA. Never heard of that. Molly. Oh, okay. Bitch, you're doing my girl. It's all one and the same. Yeah. So, and I, I figured from the jump, I figured this person had a family member or, you know, somebody in the family with a drug problem. And so since they've experienced that, that's why they want to set the limits. However, you lost me. And I mean, you acknowledged that that was your first mistake, but you definitely lost me by asking her to try it with you. Like, why? You're not into it. Why are you trying it? Just because she's done it? And she never once said that you had to do it. So where did she peer pressure you into doing it? It was him crying for me. And you were <laughs> fucking crying. And, and it, 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 it says right here, I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> because you found out that your girlfriend has dabbled in a little Snow. cocaine. Crazy. Maybe you are the asshole. Actually, you are. Like, when you really break this down, 
you have a solid reason that you should have stuck with, which was, and you should have simply let it be, hey, growing up, I had a family member who struggled with drugs. This is something that has affected me. I don't want this in my life. Please don't do those. Do, please don't do drugs. I would, I would like it if we're not doing drugs. But that includes you, not just her. And then a conversation could have been had. But girl, this, you're trying coke for what? If you don't like it, what are you doing? So when you look at the title, am I the asshole for setting new boundaries on cocaine? No, you're not the asshole for setting boundaries on cocaine. That question, no, that's not why you're the asshole. But you are the asshole. Yeah, absolutely. You are the asshole in this whole scenario. Because, don't get me wrong, I was gagged when the girl said she was doing coke at 15 too. Gagged. You should have saw her face. But this is, well... <laughs> <laughs> But this is something that you've literally been with this person for three years. And this became such a problem for you that you started to obsess over it. So maybe. Go to therapy. You need to go to therapy. Yeah. It's the eyes being closed for me. They're like open. My eyelashes are heavy. Your eyes look like they're this right now. It looks like you're sitting like this. <laughs> Burly. Um, like I said, there wasn't a lot of votes on this one, but the overall is you're the asshole. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, I think they made a a follow up. Hold on. Okay, no, they didn't. Somebody else said that. Um, the most rewarded, or not rewarded, but the top voted. Comment? Yes, and apparently OP did respond to that. OP responded to a couple things, but OP responds to it. Uh, the, the comment says, I'm not saying I don't want a partner who does cocaine is an unreasonable boundary to have in general, but... You're having a really extreme reaction over a drug your girlfriend apparently couldn't be bothered with for the last three years. Like, she's not wrong when she calls it silly. I did cocaine occasionally throughout my early 20s and stopped because I didn't like the hangovers. My boyfriend, if my boyfriend were having crying fits and nightmares about a drug I've barely touched in the last several years... That was never a problem for me. I'd send him to therapy. And what did I say? And what did I say? For one thing, I highly doubt that you're getting your girlfriend to agree to a total lifetime coke ban is going to calm you down as much as you think. I think you're trying to control her in lieu of managing your own emotions. In that light, I understand her opposition. She feels like this is going to be a slippery slope in which you slam down new rules every time something bothers you. Maybe this is a pattern she's already noticed. Maybe she's worried that you're going to try and enforce the rule by controlling where she can go and who she can go hang out with. 
or that you're going to start playing parent, checking her for symptoms of cocaine use when she gets home from a party. You are not having a normal reaction to your, I'm sorry, to her teenage drug use. And I think she's reasonable for not trusting that you'll suddenly be normal about it if she says the magic words. You're the asshole. Yeah. OP responded to that. Sorry, that was a long one. Oh, wait, I just went to their page. I didn't want to do that. Oh, they also posted this in the relationship advice one, but they commented or they posted it as something different. They posted, I'm 26 male deciding to be sober from hard drugs. My partner, 30 female, wants to keep partying. So completely changed the way that he formed it. So now that makes me want to say you're the asshole even more because why are you forming it that way? Yeah. Literally, you posted them on the same day. And in the relationship advice one, you're making it seem like you're deciding to sober up. And she's not. And that's not even the case. She can't be bothered, but she just doesn't want to be controlled. You're weird. You're weird. And you need to learn how to set boundaries better Mm. because this is not a boundary you should be setting. I mean, like the person originally said, having a, you know, you don't want to be with someone who does cocaine. It's not a bad thing, but to have this reaction to someone who tried something when they were younger, it's kind of ridiculous. Absolutely. You're the asshole. Mm-hmm. Is that the asshole song? Yeah, it's like the transitions in Hannah Montana. Bye. <laughs> okay. Um, should we do one more? How are yeah. you feeling over there? <laughs> you are going through it. <laughs> yeah, let's do another one. Okay. Am I the asshole for ignoring my mom because she overstepped a boundary and cleaned my room? Okay. What toys do you have? Can you look up at least? Like, look away. Not like that, bitch. Try to look alive, look awake. I'm trying. I'm like, come on, girl. Pull it together. <laughs> she high. I'm awake, though. All right. Let's get through this quickly, then. Am I the asshole for ignoring my mom, mom, because they're British, Mm -hmm. because she overstepped a boundary and cleaned my room? I am going through a really rough time at the moment. This morning, I was going to walk into A&E at 6.30 a.m. because I am so overwhelmed with mental illness and my mother's mental illness. Right now, it's 5.18 p.m. I'm super proud of myself because I went to work today and I didn't even think I'd manage that. I called the Sumerians hotline this morning. What's that? I don't know. Okay. I, maybe it's like our suicide prevention. I don't know. Okay. And I've never done that before in my life. I come home and my mom has cleaned my room. That might sound normal, but one, I'm 23, I can do it myself. Two, 
I'm 23. I have personal stuff in my room, sex stuff. Three, my room is the only place I feel truly safe away from my mom. Four, I have been independent for a long time. Let me finish this before I start. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to say? <laughs> I have been independent for a long time, and genuinely, my mom hasn't done this for me in over 13 years, so this was very unexpected. Five, I have ASD and ADHD, formally diagnosed with severe ADHD last week. And when I'm stressed out, my room definitely shows it. Six, my mom is very aware of how much I don't like her going in my room. I'm grateful that she did this for me because it must not have been easy, but I planned on going home and spending time with my mother and sister in a few hours. Instead, I am in my bedroom because I am extremely angry and I know I'd show my anger to my mom but I really don't want her to feel bad because I'm grateful. But this is extremely distressing to me. My mom and I don't even have that kind of relationship where she cleans my room. It is very much strained. She cleaned my room probably because my sister is coming back home for the holidays from university and we're sharing a room. I am only living here out of pity for her because she has no one else, but this is too much. Am I the asshole for reacting this way? Because in my eyes, she crossed a boundary. I might be the A because I haven't said many words to her since I got home 20 minutes ago. I might also be the asshole. Okay, one minute you want to say the A, next minute you want to say the asshole. Are you scared to cuss? I might also be the asshole if I leave my bedroom and have to interact with her, the interaction will be cold and blunt because I am angry and I don't want to take it out on her. So stay in your room for real. Don't project that on anyone else. She was trying to do something nice for you. First of all, your mom needs to put you the fuck out. She's living there out of, for her he doesn't need and that's why he needs to she needs to put him the fuck out how dare you say i am only living here out of pity for her because she has no one else but this is too much yeah that's you're living with your mother out of pity for her and then you publicly said that so you have no respect i don't care how mad you are that's disrespectful i'm only living here with pity for her you could have phrased that so much better so you're the asshole for that, for sure. Secondly, you're 23 years old. And you should understand. Well, I'm not going to say that because I don't. You did not specify if you're paying bills, because if you are paying rent in your mom's house, that's a different story. But by the age of 23, you should understand that anything under the roof of her home is hers. So if she want to go in your room, she's going to go in your room. Hide your dildos. You're 23. You should know this by now. You should know your mom by now. 
Now, yes, it is weird that she cleaned your room. However, you literally had an explanation on why she cleaned it because your sister's coming home for the holiday. And you literally said your sister will be there in a few hours earlier in the post. So if you cleaned your room earlier, she wouldn't have done it. So you're the asshole for trying to gaslight the Internet and thinking that your mom is just out here. I like you. Yeah, every time that I would say mom. <laughs> yes, for trying to gaslight the Internet, thinking that your mom is just out here crossing boundaries. Did she have a conversation with you about cleaning the room? Because you knew why she cleaned it. You need your ass beat. Let's get into these comments. Because for me, you're the asshole. All right. Oh, oh, wait. And then also, because this is what got me. I've been independent for a long time. Independent woman. Independent, but you live at your mama's house. That part. That part. Independent, but you live at your mom's house. That is not independent. It's quite dependent. Now, I will say, though, I'm not one to say that everybody needs to move out right away. I think it's kind of great to live with your parents as long as you can. Absolutely. However, <coughs> come on now. This, I understand that you're going through some mental illness. And so, you know, you're very proud of yourself. And I'm proud of you, too, that you were able to get up and go to work. And that was just like the main thing that you really wanted to do, even though you didn't think you would be able to. And you did it. So, yes, I am proud of you for that. And I do understand when you go through depression and um, you may also be impacted a little bit heavier with that depression since you do have a severe diagnosis, like official formal diagnosis of severe ADHD. So that could be also, you know, making matters a little bit worse here. I think the severe ADHD is kicking in here. Like, I don't want to cross the line in saying that, but you are focused on the wrong thing. You are mad at your mom for trying to make sure that her daughter came into a clean space. By cleaning the room that I'm sure she probably asked you to clean. Or by attempting to help you. Because she's seeing that you have not been able to take care of yourself and do it. At the age of 23. Since you are so. Independent. And also. I'm not going to say that. Ooh. Let's get into the comments. <laughs> All right. You're the asshole. You're not independent for a really long time if you're 23 living with your mom and sharing a room with your sister. You admit the room reflects your state of mind, but it's not just your room. Your mom didn't get on your ass. She did it for you and your sister. You want to be safe from your mom move out period move out goodbye deuces other comment here you're the asshole you don't even have the right to live like a pig in someone else's home 
especially when you share a room. Your sister deserves a clean place to rest her head at night. You knew your sister was coming home. You should have cleaned it yourself. It sounds like your mother did this for your sister. So yes, um, somebody did ask, is the room your room and you're sharing the room for the weekend or is it a shared room? OP has confirmed that it is a shared room. Nah, you can go. You can go. So overall, the vote is you are the asshole. Yep. 100%. So you've got to do better. But you're taking steps to being better and doing better. So proud of you for that. But you definitely need to check your anger. For real. And apologize to your mom. I know this is two months ago, so hopefully you didn't go off on your mom. You better not have. I'll come find you. You jump. You're going to go fly to London? Cause I will. I can teleport. Go off. All right. Well, that has been our Reddit stories for the day. Mm-hmm. I'm tired as hell and ready to take this makeup off. Absolutely same. I can see you could barely stay up for the last 20 minutes. I've been engaging. That Oh, that's what you call it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that concludes our episode. We had an episode on boundaries and setting boundaries. and Boundaries. Reddit T was about boundaries and crossing boundaries. And the gag is, both of them are assholes. Both of them are assholes. It's so rare. Just because you have boundaries does not mean you can't be the asshole. Truth. And to back up what you just said, it actually was kind of rare. I um, specifically had typed in boundaries. And when you type it in and it pulls them all up, all of the blue is not the asshole. Most of it is blue. There's only a couple of red ones that were in there. So it might be a rarity, but it can still happen. We love it. We do. All right. Well, we had a long day and we got a day tomorrow as well. So we are going to get out of here. I'm glad we were able to get this episode recorded early. Early day. Yes. So hopefully you guys are enjoying your week remember to lead with love and that one blunt a day keep the bullshit away all right bye y'all bye